0: Guys, welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast, or this could potentially be a TOEFL video. Well, it is, as a matter of fact. So if you guys want to see this instead of, of course, oh my God, listening to this, you could go onto my Facebook page or go onto YouTube, but I'm very excited to be back. TOEFL IBT Independent Essay Correction Time. Now, for those of you that do not know, you get one free correction, and this is one of those free corrections. So what I do, and first, what we must understand is, again, the independent essay, I love doing these and love correcting these more because, again, it's all about cohesion and coherence. This is what I teach a lot of my IELTS writing students, right? So in saying that, I got a wonderful WhatsApp message, whereas you guys are very more than welcome to get in contact with me on my Facebook page uh, or if you listen to my ESL podcast as you're listening to this right now. Um, And again, you could send me your essay. I'll be more than happy to correct it, okay? You get one free correction. After that, hey, we got some good services. Relatively cheap too. But nonetheless, this is how I do it. Got a wonderful message from one of my guys, okay, out there from the continent of Africa. I will not reveal the country, just because of, of course, privacy purposes. Um, and he is fantastic in terms of his writing. Now, I'm going to break down his writing so you guys understand this, and I've made a couple of notes here, and as you see on here. So what I do, first and foremost, I use something called Google Doc, okay? And then, after I use the Google Doc, I send it to them because I want to be able to again post comments and show, uh, you know, exactly what I say in different parts of the essay as well as the corrections and share it with them rather than just doing it on like Microsoft Word. So, let's say you purchase like 10 corrections, this is exactly how we would do it and just number them essay one, essay two, essay three, and so forth. So, nonetheless. This Google Doc made all the mental notes. I've made a couple of things and I'm going to run this by you guys so you can understand how, who, what, where all that good stuff, okay? So, first and foremost, okay, I've said that like 10 times, let's get into the topic. Do you agree or disagree with the following statement? I'm gonna blow this up just a little bit for you guys. Okay, so do you agree or disagree with the following statement? In the past, Young people depended too much on their parents to make decisions for them. Today, young people are better able to make decisions about their own lives, okay? Use specific reasons to support your, your, uh, your answer. So again, do you agree or disagree? You're going to be able to argue both sides of this, which is very, very good, okay? This is one of those where you could put both in rather than just choosing one. So what we have here is an introduction, okay, and this introductory paragraph is very, very good. First and foremost, you have the hook, okay? He put the introduction along with the thesis, it has the thing, and then of course the main opinion, which is the second sentence, followed by the transition. So what he said, he says, no one can deny that there are both positive and negative aspects of the parent's presence. As you can see, I put an apostrophe after parents because again, presence, that acts as a noun. Therefore, parents, that's the possessive adjective, okay? So you must put an apostrophe. And their effect on their children. That is a very solid topic sentence. Now, their effect on their children, I mean, you know, we could probably reword that, but nonetheless, that's very high. Now, he uses an if conditional as the main supporting sentence Number two, if I were asked to choose comma, I would definitely, now, again, agree is a stative verb, so you don't necessarily have to put an adverb before it. You could, you could, but again, it's something that you can omit, so that's why I underline definitely. Then he goes into his opinion, which is really good, and then he links it with the hook and transition that goes into the first body paragraph. So he says, it is my firm belief that in the past, he forgot the comma. Now, again, the the punctuation, very, very important. So again, I'll repeat that. It is my firm belief that in the past, Arsenio's comma, children relied on their parents, comma again. Now, number one. Guys, before coordinating conjunctions, you must put the comma. I've seen it sometimes. There are times that you can omit it, but this is not one of those times, okay? So, but nowadays, that's a thought group in its own, so you have to put a comma also, because it goes into an independent clause featuring a subject-verb agreement, such as they are capable of making their own decisions for two reasons, and I will develop these ideas in subsequent, and again, that's the transition going into it. So I made a note here, okay? And again, this paragraph is perfect. I instruct all you know, test takers to do exactly this in terms of putting your hook, your thesis, along with the supporting detail, your opinion, followed by the transition going into the first body paragraph. So you guys can read that comment in red, all right? Now, I'm going to, again, break down this first body paragraph. Now, his paragraph setup was four paragraphs. I love it, okay? Introduction to body paragraphs, boom, your conclusion, restating the thesis. So here we go. He says, to begin with, comma, in the past, now remember, in the past, when we're talking, this is like an adverbial time phrase or time clause. You would put a comma, but because you've already put to begin with comma in the past there were there you go it's not too you could you could omit that comma, but just know that those adverbial time clauses such as in the past or when you're talking about time frames, very important now he put there were no sources. I want you guys again do not use contraction forms because in academic writing they are it should be written out they are not there we speak and there but we do not speak and they are oh they are coming no we just say they're coming but in academic writing you make sure you decontract that there weren't any or there were not any sources of information besides our parents and then i put the comma the red comma again because he forgot it before the coordinating conjunction So, in saying that, so it was very hard to get advice which will help you make a decision. Now, that's a future tense. Now, because we're speaking in the unreal conditional, we have to put would instead. We're not speaking from 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 a place of, oh, this actually happened. We're talking about in general. In the past, there were not any sources or there were not many sources of information besides our parents, comma. So it was very hard to get advice which would help again. Now, our parents, he refers to that possessive adjective in terms of our parents. So it was very hard to get advice which would help you. He put you, but because he already referred to the previous, again, you know, the clause as our, he would have to say which would help me or help us make a decision make sure that correlates together okay so I'm saying that children had to rely on their parents and their experiences to help them decide on what they want excellent supporting detail main sentence that's the number 2 and then again he says i have to admit that my opinion on this matter has been profoundly influenced profoundly again another adverb and you don't have to, again, modify influence. So you could say that my opinion on this matter has been influenced by my own personal experience. And I love that. Now, again, he said, you see, comma, about 15 years ago Adverbial clause, Love it. However, you see, not so academic. Now, if you want to put, for example, boom, that's a very good discourse marker. You see is more informal. So keep that in mind. All right, I was debating about which college to join. Now, I did not use this correction here. But again, join is more of a informal verb, okay? So what you wanna do is use attend, okay? I was debating about or debating, yeah, debating about which college to attend, comma. So I needed my parents' advice. Now again, my parents' advice: you have to put an apostrophe. It's a possessive adjective to help me decide on which college I would choose, or which college I would, yeah, or which which college I was going to choose. Yeah. So nonetheless, he he got that correct. It's a little bit, mm, but that's okay. My father started to ask me a lot of questions to discover my interests and put. Now he wrote potentials. You do not. Again, potential is singular and only singular. You're not going to write an S on the end of that. Now, he put, and as a result, comma, he helped me to choose my, my college. Incorrect infinitive usage here. What we're going to do is put result into gerund form. So instead, and potential, comma, resulting, and you guys can see it here in my comment, Resulting in him helping me to choose my college. That's good, okay? So if, you, again, next technique. If you're unsure how to use a gerund after a comma, don't do it, okay? Not in your writing because we do not want to affect that just by you trying out something new or something that you're not accustomed to. Very critical, okay? <sighs> For this reason, children in the past needed their parents. Okay, he could have probably put a little bit more finesse on there. He could have said, for this reason, or this is why I believe that, again, children in the past, they need their parents to help them make hard decisions, for example. But him, he said children in the past needed their parents and depended on them in making their decisions. Basically the same thing. So I wrote my little comment and there it was. Now here, <clears throat> excuse me, there were more, uh, more of those corrections. So what I wrote here, I put a colloquial. So I want to talk to you guys about colloquial real quick. <clears throat> oh my God, my throat. So I've been speaking like 35 minutes before, before this too. I should have got some water. Nonetheless, it says here, children today are capable of using such technology. What I want you guys to say instead is use this. So children today are capable of using this technology. Now, you can make this a present perfect, but here I just said, which has a huge database. Now, you cannot put that in present perfect form. We're just talking about the, uh, uh, the technology possessing something. So that's why we just use the verb has, the auxiliary has, because it has a huge database. Now, the reason why I don't put a comma after database is because I use it as a nominal clause by using that, okay? So that they can search and get information. Now, he put from, that's colloquial. You can completely omit that. So take take it out and just put a period, all right? Now, again, this was another instance where I found him using spoken language in academic writing. He said, decided that he doesn't wanna, wanna as in W-A-N-N-A. And then again, I use the bold, attend, indicating that he used the word join again. So again, attend is an academic verb. Make sure you make these as academic as you possibly could. Again, wanna, that is no. Okay, that's not academic, want to and we're referring to the past. So do not use doesn't, use didn't. Will start his own private business. So he and his friends started, again, this was a run on sentence. So let me state this entire run on sentence. Join from my own experience, my younger brother, after finishing high school, decided that he doesn't wanna attend college. Now remember, this is without the correction and will start his own private business. So he and his friends started a small business as they have done their research and decided that joining college would be a waste of their time. (sighs) Now, again, will be a waste for their time is what he had written. So I broke it all down and instead, and would start his own private business, period. So, comma, he and his friends started, you see what I mean? Separated. Now remember, what I like about this, is he has a lot of compound sentences and structures. This is really good. Just a couple of things that he's going to have to brush up on. Now, remember the e-rater tech, which you're going to have, You know, it's gonna evaluate the repetition of words and it's going to evaluate what type of structures you use. If you use simple, 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 you're going to get a simple mark. But he has obviously, he can use relative clauses, You know, it just has to, you know, add in a couple of things. He has a lot of compound sentences. uh, And this is very, very good. And he would definitely get a high mark. There are a couple of things. Now, what I really wanted to focus on for everyone out here, this could actually relate and help you. Let me give you this. After giving his personal experience, which was fantastic, just has to make up a couple of things. He went on to say moreover, which is a discourse marker in terms of adding information to what you had previously said. But then he goes in to say children today influence one another more than their parents. So he goes from giving a personal opinion to, again, restating somewhat of his thesis by using moreover. No, 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 no. you got to sum up what you said before. Now You can say that by saying "In saying that and referring back to the thesis or referring back to what I had previously said, this is why children today influence one another more than, you know, parents because they spend more time together. Again, guys, you got to make sure that it all, it's cohesive. It's got to correlate. He went from giving his personal opinion to a thesis without any transition. Make sure you don't do that. Okay. That's very, very good. That's a very good point that I pointed out for you guys. Uh, and going forward, especially with your writing. So, again, I wrote that in red, and then I'm gonna talk about something that is outdated, outdated language. He said, in light of the above mentioned reasons, guys, that was probably old English up to maybe 1930s, 1950s. Do not try to do things more, keep it simple. To sum up the reasons above is what I wrote down. To sum up the reasons above, I again, I Put strongly, and I put a comment into strongly, adverb is unnecessary, okay? Because again, believe is a state verb. It can stand alone, it doesn't need an adverb to modify it. So I believe that children in the past, he restated it. Just make sure that, yeah, and I told him, just make sure that you do not use outdated English, all right? So, whoo, guys, you learned a lot. You learned a lot today. So again, don't repeat. Wide range of vocabulary, which he did. The e-reader tech is going to realize and say, whoa, he uses a lot of compound sentences. Fantastic, okay? And stay anywhere between 350 to 400 words. The more words, the more the potential of you making more mistakes, all right? So in saying that, this is what I do. And this is, again, you guys see the time and everything because I've done it today. For those of you listening to me on the ESL podcast, make sure you check out the videos so you see everything. But guys, if you're interested in these types of correction services, let me know. I love breaking down things. I love writing in general. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Again, this is the basics. This is the basis. TOEFL, IBT, independent essay writing. Anything you guys wanna ask me, let me know. Of course, I've already stated that. But Guys, stay tuned for more. I'm your host as always. Over and out.